had one of my clients with me this morning, mate, you look exhausted. And I was like, you think Correct. I, do you think I want to fucking hear that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and some people like talk That's like really it. unproductive fucking feedback, thank you. Well, I think some people like really get a buzz off that. It's like the adrenaline from, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm suffering right now. Know what I, mean? yeah. I like suffering, but I also don't at the same time. Like, I just want to be able to be in a position where it's like, I know I'm doing enough. Yeah. But I know I'm not doing too much. Because I'm terrified. Because like the last time, I mean, I was in PCA, I did 82 kilos, and then I stepped on stage for two bars at 76. Jeez. Isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's heavy. I want to set an alarm here in 19 minutes, so when that buzzes, we'll Cut. pause, recontinue. Etc. Um, but yeah, let's just keep it rolling. We'll actually put that bit in it. Was just chatting. So we finished off last week, and we were talking about like the value and what you can get from competing outside of the actual experience of competing itself. And I think that's like a a really important thing to look at because bodybuilding as a sport is obviously seen as like a very narcissistic endeavor and selfish and rightfully so in some cases but it does have like pretty significant like value elsewhere outside of getting on stage being tanned up etc i think the most important thing is it's like yeah it is an endeavor to be like for you and it is all about self-development as well um there's a fucking post I saw yesterday and I was just like, that is the most bullshit thing I've ever seen. Just somebody saying, come on, come and beat me. And it was just like, beat you at what, bro? Like bodybuilding, especially for me and from a lot of people's perspective is, you're looking to beat yourself. Yeah. You're looking to be better than you were on stage last time. You're looking to have improved and done as much as you possibly can do to be a better individual in what it is that you're presenting to make sure that you're gonna be better than you. It's not about I beat you or better than you. Yeah, because any any given day in front of any different type of judges, you may get a different result. And that is the that's the reality of it. Like the most important thing is, is what the judge's perspective is of, of your physique on that day. Mm. Um, but you do have to be fucking proper on it. On it mm. in order to do that. Yeah. And like the value that I was talking about, like outside of it, it's like being in that like workflow and like showing that you can actually like adhere to something that takes a lot of like trade-off you know what I mean you can't have your cake and eat it too mm. but there are sacrifices that have to be made and like again it's not just to say like oh you can do that to get on stage but again it's something that will carry over elsewhere in your life and like vice versa I think we've spoken about this before in one of the episodes of the podcast like I'll ask that question in like a, a preliminary questionnaire with a new client it's like mm. where else have you succeeded you know mm. what I mean because I think there is like a, a crossover in terms of like someone's work ethic, like in general, will more than likely transpire some way into their physique. Mm. You know what I mean? So it is um it is definitely something like worth paying attention to. And even like I've had this conversation with other people, your employability, like people will get like really bogged down in like what they're studying at uni, mm. what career path they want to go down and it feels like a massive existential mm. decision to make at like seventeen, eighteen years old. But remembering that, like, most employers will look for, like, your degree as, like, a sign of employability so that you can actually follow through with something. Mm. You're shown that you can kind of commit four years mm. and, like, work from the ground up. After that, like, most of the time they don't actually care too much about what that degree is in. No. There are some, obviously, some areas that, like, right, if you want to be a doctor, no one cares about, like, your fucking archaeology. 
degree, you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, it's like I, I studied law, mm. qualified, did law for four years, went to law school, and it's like I have absolutely zero application of law in yeah. terms of what it is that I do. Um, the most important thing from, from my standing point is it's just like, what did that teach me? And I think from, from my standing point, it's like that, the resilience in terms of <laughs> resilient in terms yeah plug plug Dara alright the resilient the resilience you get from being a bodybuilder and, and pushing yourself to boundaries that 99% of the population would back the fuck out of within a matter of like days yeah um, I just I just think that's a beautiful thing uh, because you're like it's what I was talking about this on my stories yesterday but it's like going hypo mm. and actually Dealing with yourself when you've gone hypo and continuing to do the same thing and turn, continue, yeah. just keep moving your legs and not stopping. And like that takes a very strong minded person in order to for pushing through that boundary. Mm. Uh, and it is literally just the boundary of like, yeah, I know I'm going to get refed in a second. It's like, I know I'm going to get food coming. And it's just like putting off the, the, the what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The instant gratification. The instant gratification which a lot of people will be chasing is like I want results now. At that point it's now. that's not even like gratification at that point. No. That's just like comfort. It's yes. like reassurance that like okay, what I'm doing right now isn't actually causing a lot of harm because mm. the first time anyone goes proper hypo it's it's more panic than anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not like, Oh shit, yeah. like I fucking I need some gratification, I need something to make me feel good. It's like I need something to stop me feeling like I'm shit. Die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like man, like you're fine you know mm. what I mean like a little bit of a drop in blood glucose obviously like if you're doing endurance performance stuff like that like yeah you do need to kind of refuel there but if it's just like general kind of like somewhere in your day on prep or whatever your blood sugars will come back into range pretty quick yeah. you know what yeah. I mean so just requires a little pick me up and then that's it and you just continue to take over but I think the most part is just literally just being sensible if you do feel like your blood sugar is like dropping off and everything in between, it's just making sure that you're not kind of like pushing yourself to the point where you, you, you actually are going to cause physical damage or like being able to pass out or whatever it is. And that's the last thing you want to have, can have happen. Yeah. Um, I think that could be a, a decent segue because I had this with a client this morning where like we're moving them up along that kind of spectrum or continuum um, and different tiers when it comes to like their nutrition and obviously we've done a podcast about nutrition it was like basic one-on-ones if you haven't watched it go back and watch it very like basic insight into like but also we covered a lot in terms of practicality mm. which I think is again very much so overlooked in coaching but kind of moving someone along that spectrum you're then looking at like nutrient timing mm. like that has to be more of a priority as you move up like starting off like it literally is calorie balance mm-hmm. like gain weight lose weight negative or positive mm-hmm. energy balance nothing else mm-hmm. to be disputed there realistically then obviously you'll kind of progress you kind of have your macros approach whatever but as you keep progressing then the other stuff becomes more and more important if you've spent months being consistent not just knowing saying oh yeah cool my macros I kind of follow these four or five days a week if you if you fucking nail those every day then cool after a few weeks few months you then look at electrolyte intake nutrient yeah. timing um, and that's something that kind of plays on your mind big time in prep yeah. which is why again another thing that we talked about in probably a different episode was like that pre-prep phase and like yeah. the importance of structure which obviously we talked about in the last episode 
like you need to keep structure there this is why we will be very fucking regimented in like training time yeah like you're what 10 a.m training uh yeah like pretty much every yeah. single day we're half 12 you know what i mean like personally i'd prefer to train at 10 but yeah. i'd prefer i also like the social yeah, aspect yeah, yeah, of going yeah. out and training with the lads uh, environments are equal on that man yeah like, i i'm a lone wolf when it comes to training it's like i find that in some respects it's like yeah. training with somebody else would put me off what it is that i'm doing yeah i could probably squeeze one or two reps additional over my whole set but like when it comes to like that determination and that factor of like i'm a fucking i'm all in like there's nothing that i know i'm leaving out on the table and i think from, from my standing point knowing when you're in a prep scenario that you've left absolutely nothing on the table is the most important factor yeah if you step anything on that stage and you're next to you and you're like ah oh, shit i've been i've been cheating on my diet or I've, I've, I've been missing macros or i'm over my macros or i'm half fasting in my training or you know, there's things that you've missed and you're standing next to that stage, best believe somebody else on that stage has not missed a fucking thing, a dime, you know, and it's, um, yeah, it's that, that determination in order to do it. Mm. In fairness, like, when we do go train, like, we go down to Ryan's, six floors down here, across the hall, all of us meet up there, like, we'll sip our pre, watch someone fucking YouTube, like, 10, 15 minutes, just random shit. Yesterday we were watching Migos Carpool Karaoke with James Corden just random shit um, and but once we get down there like we'll walk down have a chat and stuff but like when we're in there it's like chit chat's done you know I mean? that's why we kind of meet up mm. have that period there it's like right let's get that yeah, yeah, side yeah. of it out of the way so that once we're in the gym it's go time yeah. let's get to work yeah. and we're all on that same buzz like, yeah, I, like I don't think any of us have had to like tell the other person to like shut up or like <laughs> you know like I'm doing a set now stop talking to yeah. me we're all on that wavelength. This is, this is one of the things that I'm having to deal with at the moment. It's like when you're in, when, when you're in prep, it's like I've got a small window of like I know I'm gonna feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I'm gonna be kind of functional during this period yeah. of time. So if anyone comes and talks to me or I have a, a client come and approach me or whatever it is, it's just like I have to make it clear to my clients and this isn't me being a dick. It's just like if I'm in the gym training, it's me time. It's like any time outside of me being in the gym, just like please, just just let me get through yeah. the next few weeks of just being being there because like you know check ins I get done optimal time you get one hundred and ten percent of me but it's just like when I'm in the gym and I'm doing doing stuff for me it's like that's that's sacred you know because yeah. that's you're protecting numbers and I think that's the most important thing that people you know and I've done in the past like me when my first ever prep I. I didn't really understand what it was I was doing or why I was doing it. And I had to take some big L's in terms of what I had to do for my knowledge basis, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and f- protecting numbers and the integrity of your training and as much as you can do in terms of your logbook and the progressions that you've made over your off season, that's the definitive factor. Yeah. Like that determines how it is that you're going to stand on stage. Yeah. Mm. Big time. Yeah. yeah I think it's just a matter of like being selfish when needed going mm. through those periods of deep work I'm not we definitely talked about this last week in the podcast but obviously we had like 15-20 minutes or so that was like just aired we didn't get to record it um, because the camera turned off which is why in 8 minutes time I'm going to end this video and then restart it um, just to make sure that doesn't happen again but yeah like that period being in those periods and those bouts of deep work of like not task switching you know what i mean like because we, we actually can't multitask like so scientific literature and this is actually pretty clear we are abysmal when it comes to genuinely multitasking mm-hmm. doing two things simultaneously mm-hmm. what we do is like 
in quick succession we rapid fire between tasks we task switch mm-hmm. and like yeah you can do that at a better rate but there's still gonna be that lag period from like when you do this to when you do that and like jumping between things which is why like i'll mute emails when i'm doing check-ins you know what i mean like you're mute whatsapps when you're doing them because you could do a check-in like you're focused on that thing that single task mm-hmm. and then if something else takes your attention even if it only takes a few seconds and i've had this conversation with my parents because over the lockdown man it was abysmal like they're so used to they have a clothes shop they are like genuine solid work ethic adored them for it when they were at home in lockdown they didn't know what the fuck to do themselves mm. and I was still trying to coach doing like home training plans banded X, Y and Z I was like yeah man that gives me PTSD oh, yeah but like I had to have that conversation with them it's like yeah ask me to do something but realise that it's it's not the time it takes to do something like it's not can you afford the time to do it it's kind of afford the distraction mm. so you could say oh well will you go down to the shop get milk it's 10 minute walk cool but that's like two three minutes of me like switching off from this task getting dressed then it's a 10 minutes each way whatever coming back and probably another 10 15 minutes before you're back in that zone mm. Mm. so like we work in these blocks and then taking that kind of time off mm. when needed but like not trying to do so many things at once mm-hmm. which is again why I fucking tell people logbook like don't type that shit in your phone because you're on your phone man yeah. something pops up even if like you don't even click the notification if you're like typing it into your notes and then like Sky Sports comes up some headline you'd like read the subheading or whatever mm-hmm. but then don't even click into it that's it that's still taking you out of that zone I mean this is one of the things man. Like, I took what three two three days off Instagram the other day beautiful yeah and I turned off all notifications, didn't open it. The only thing I did was clean and crispy, that's it. But, but I didn't really have too much engagement. I don't follow anyone on that account. So it's it was so nice just to step away. And I've still got my notifications turned off on Instagram. So yeah. it's like whenever I open my Instagram now, then I everything's there. So it's like it's taking me time to reply to people. But it, <laughs> I don't have that constant bing, bing, bing. Because yeah. my phone I, is I busy. That, I do that with WhatsApps yeah. for clients. Yeah, and like you could say, like, oh, well... I hate when people market this 24-7 support via WhatsApp like nah man if you're doing that you're you're not giving good quality stuff like working like good bouts so like I'll have it in my Google Calendar three times a day I have like 30 minutes allocated to WhatsApps it's usually like when I'm having a meal you know what I mean I won't I intentionally won't do it for like my pre-workout meal because as I said pre-workout you're trying to get into that headspace um, and I won't kind of reply to them when I'm in the gym you know what I mean? So you be selfish with your time when needed because it is needed to really bring the best out of your sessions. 100%. So we were talking last time when we were cut off just about preps and then we covered mine. Uh, but Dara, what's the game plan, boy? Yeah, so we kind of covered it briefly and went on a bit of a tangent, but it cut off somewhere between then. But the main thing that we were saying is like, my plan now is prepping this year. Mm. Um, it wasn't initially the plan. And just because of how productive the last like few months have been, I think it, I, I'd still liked personally, like in terms of like my own drive for bodybuilding and wanting to improve my physique and to like really see how far I can go, it would make sense to take another year off season. But then I kind of contrast it or weigh it up alongside the value, the experiential value and the memories that would be made by prepping this year for the sole purpose of the fact that like 
there's five other my closest mates yeah. living in this apartment building, prepping at the same time. So would you do what the MK as well? I think I might do that. Yeah. The MK and then. That's second PCA. of September, and then we have PCA here yeah, the, day yeah. the day after. Yeah, because I done that last year. I done the two bros, um, the day before my birthday. The JP won won that junior category, and then was back up here the following day on my birthday for the FedEx show. This was this was on my twenty fourth birthday, so I wasn't allowed to do juniors. So it's like a few hours over. So I had to jump into that novice class. I'm like, look, everyone uses this term, but man, that was for FedEx novice class. Mm. Pretty fucking good. Anton, Scotty, fucking wild yeah, he's, he's, Is he prepping this year? I don't know if he's prepping, but he's just even fucking bigger. Yeah. He's absolutely, he, he, he trains my gym. He's absolutely yeah. wow. He's a really nice guy as well. He is, man, because I've seen him then at the. Um, he done the next FedEx one that we were at down in Birmingham for Mike, and uh, he was there as well. And I was texting Nate at the time. Nate, also top G. He's uh, He has a good few. His roster is improving big time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing is that, especially with like roster development, time mm. is key. Pro card helps. <laughs> Pro card definitely helps. I think the other thing is that it's like when you start the game, you want X, I want this. And then it's just talking about that delayed gratification again. Yeah. So it's like, I want you know, I want to achieve this. And there's loads of people that you can go achieve it, they jump on with like business coaches, etc. etc. And then it's like they just end up churning out the same kind of fucking drivel, in my opinion. And it's just like, oh, they've had a, you, you know, they've all had a coaching meetup call. Just because the next day they're all posting the same shit at the same time, and I think the authenticity of like I don't have a business coach. I know you do. Oh, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Kind of words have had, words, yeah. I've I've never had one, and I I'm always I'm against it. I don't like them. Um, I think they're great. I don't. I in the sense of like they provide like clippets and a good way of baseline setup. If that makes sense of like the way to do things, but I think the most important thing is the authenticity of yourself and actually selling who it is that you are. And I was watching this, um, I can't remember what I was watching the other day, we were talking about the, the next biggest brands in the world are not gonna be brands themselves, but brands about individuals. So if you talk about like Logan Paul, etc., etc., KY, yeah. uh, KSI, not KY Jelly, uh, <laughs> KSI, etc., etc., they are becoming brands in themselves by literally promoting them and that's it. So it's, it's like, if you're having an identity, building that identity as you, in my opinion, is, is the most important thing. And people will buy into that and yeah, in the roster. That, in fairness, that's one of the things that Ben really pushes home. Mm. Um, work, been working with Ben Hawksworth previously. Um, and it's just about like, remember the fact that you are still selling yourself, not as a prostitute, but like you are selling <laughs> your yeah. image. Like you need to carry yourself like a professional. Yeah. And people also need to see the personality side. Don't be just a fucking Instagram whore posting topless pictures on a beach and like thirst trap or whatever but like give some value with that but then mm. you also need to sprinkle in like who you are and that's that's one of the things I did find to be um pretty beneficial you know what I mean um who are you yeah exactly the thing is, I but I also like how Ben obviously he's built that up through like CP education so like his core his foundation as a business was like PTs mm. like Doing your like PT certifications, working with level one, level twos. Some big guys now. Yeah, Terence, Terence Ruffin. Yeah, yeah. Rough Diesel. Um, yeah, but obviously he's built that up there from like. Grassroots. Yeah, and he knows that like at 
he always drives us home as well. Like at the end of the day, no like sales tactic, sales funnel, or lead generation, lead magnet, whatever the fuck it is. None of that is going to outweigh the benefit of just being a good fucking coach. Mm. And people will like miss the forest for the trees when they go down these business mentors and stuff. You don't actually teach them how to do their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're a shit coach. You're a shit coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he's pulled people up on it. Yeah. Because people can just get complacent. It's like they had a load of numbers coming in, coming out, and like I think he had this with like a, with Cam McKay. They talked about it. You know what I mean? Like he had a lot of leads coming in. Also had a lot of clients dropping off. And he went to bed and he was like, oh, I need help with this, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't need any more people coming in. You just need to, like, drive home and, like, Retention. Yeah, the level of service that you're given. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking worked. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think you just keep making people happy and keeping people happy. But also not being a bitch and doing that, yeah? yeah? Being authentic to yourself about what it is that you're happy to tolerate and what it is, you know, that you're willing to do. So it's like some people will just literally take the fucking piss. Like, I've had this before. Clients coming to me before and be like, "Why have you left? Why have you left your previous coach?" It's like, "Oh, because I know I can manipulate them to do what it is that I wanted." It's like, "How does that benefit you?" So it's like, "I am a zero bullshit coach. Like, I will, I will call you out. <laughs> like, I presume you're the same, or I don't know where you work, but I am literally zero bullshit. I have zero tolerance for certain things. Like, that works for some people. I'm like, Marmite. You know, it, yeah, is, it yeah. is what it is. I don't expect everyone to love that approach. Some people need a little bit more of a soft touch, and that's fine." But from my standing point, it's the way I am. Like, it's the way that I operate best. And like, if I'm trying to appease somebody, I'm not being, number one, true to myself and not being true to my values as my coach, as a, as a coach, if yeah. that makes sense. So I'm, I'm being inauthentic in that sense to be like, oh, it's okay, don't worry. It's like, no, like, yeah, you've yeah. got to create, you got to create boundaries, like, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, for sure. And look, there is a level of adaptability yes. and empathy that is needed, but yeah. also if there's too much there, like if you think about your first time, I love this analogy, your first time riding a bike, you know what I mean? Like you could go 10, 15 meters, but you'll be bollocks because you're spending so much energy mm. trying to fucking not fall over and it's exhausting. It's like when you're doing check-ins in a very empathetic way when you're five weeks out and like not, not much empathy actually there. <laughs> <I'm trying>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you're like really trying to like yes. put this mask on and be this person and it's really going against the grain of who you are right now yeah. it's fucking exhausting yeah. it's hard work, like I've been there like 10 check-ins could feel like 30 yeah. if they're like those type of check-ins yeah. so that's why as well like you want to be able to feel like you're enjoying your work and when you're enjoying your work you'll be more productive and then that would actually make you happier and then that could actually bump up the level of empathy that you have yeah. Yeah. So I think as, as well as like the one number one most important thing is, is I, I always talk about this is context. And I don't feel people like clients often give enough context in terms of what the fuck is actually going on for you. And I've done a reel about this um previously, but it's just like tell us everything. Like even if it seems insignificant, even if it makes you feel like a, you're a bitch or whatever it is, if we have context behind you over and above you just clicking on a sheet and just filling out the, the basic metrics actually gives us an ability and a, a, a standpoint to understand and have empathy and compassion in it. Like, 
I can be incredibly compassionate if it's fucking shit for you. I get that. Yeah. You know, like that is an opportunity and a time for me to be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I won't be my usual self. <laughs> you know, like I, I can't, you, you have to step back yeah. in that because you can't just drive somebody when they're already fucking down. Like yeah. that is the most pointless fucking exercise in the world. You know, coaching at the end of the day is about getting the best out of a person and it is of the alignment of you as a coach with them as a client, you know, and that really, that truly comes to pass the longer you work with each other. The way that yes. I have my relationship with Callum now, compared to when I was first started coming, hi sir, thank you sir, <laughs> thank you so much. And now I'm just like, what's up bro, you good? This <laughs> is like, it's a completely different relationship. Yeah. And like, I can be completely honest with him and be like, bro, no, that's not, that's not gonna work for me now. Like, yeah. I'm not in that place or I can deal with that or this is going on for me, this is how I'm feeling. And just explain the entirety of like, Alex in that fucking moment. Yeah. Because without context, you can't make decent decisions. Yeah, I'm very happy you brought that up because when you started talking about it, I was like, right, that's definitely something to highlight. Is like, that's something that is earned over time. Mm. Like, just because Alex talks to Cal like that right now doesn't mean, oh, that's the way I should talk to my coach. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> if you're like two, three weeks and you're just like, nah, bro, like this, it just looks like you're not taking it serious. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's going to be a teething period, but yeah. you're, your, your number one priority as a client, I want to be very careful in how I phrase this, your number one priority as a client when you sign up with a new coach is showing your level of commitment yes. and building trust onward. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Don't try jumping on it. Like, it's not about like massive levels of intensity and dropping off. Mm. Like We talked about this. This might have been something that cut off in the last one as well but like consistency factor like it's not just about how consistent you are it's about like how what level of effort you can apply on top of that but the consistency comes first so it is like that kind of pyramid or that escalation it's like okay right now we just need to show that we can fucking do this and do it repeatedly and not get sidetracked or distracted and just all the background noise and like shit that goes on in life Mm -hmm. that you have no actual control over don't try and control it But it is exactly that, and I think once you see a client becoming consistent and just doing the basics, especially from an initial starting point, I don't know who the fuck you are when you start with me. You don't even know who the fuck you are. I don't know what you need, I don't know where we're going to go, I don't know what level of volume, I don't know what this or that, because basically you're coming to me because what you're doing right now isn't working, so like that's, that's the way I see it. So it's like we have to start again, so my methodology may be completely fucking new for you, and so therefore I need to work out based off what it is that I would do on your approach off you. I need to take time in order to do that. And so then the more time that comes along, the more you execute like a pro, the more flexibility you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like you, you're gonna have to have your hand held for a little bit, or you're gonna have to have a little bit more um, spoon fed. Yeah, you know, you're gonna have to have a little bit more restriction in terms of yeah. what it is that you give to a client. And it's not because I want to be restrictive, but it's like, is to your benefit, yeah. Because you're gonna get, you're gonna literally level up so much quicker with more restriction rather than being like, oh yeah, here you go, do whatever the fuck it is it's, you want. It's a single variable, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like that's anyone who has like any understanding of like scientific literature or how studies are done. It's literally by changing a single variable yeah. to see what effect that has. Like you take two populations, they're doing the exact same thing. Let's say you're examining fucking whatever, the effect of like higher protein versus higher carb, you're gonna make sure they're on the exact same calories, they're on the exact same um, training volume, that they're equal population in terms of like their history, their age, training age, etc. 
and then you change that one variable. Mm. Take 50 protein, put it in 50 carb, and vice versa yeah. for the other group, and then see the difference. But if you just have like a load of people doing random shit, and a load of people doing random shit, and they have like that one thing in common, <laughs> how can you say like, oh yeah, well, yeah. maybe the protein, the higher protein works better for this crowd, <laughs> but there's also five guys in that group who are slamming gear. You know yeah. what I mean? And then like the other group were all naturals and like didn't yeah. train. You know what I mean? How can you say it's, oh yeah, it's because of the protein? And that, that's the thing, is that if you're not executing and they're making changes, like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I, it's, I, it's like, I actually like this analogy as well. It's like when people say, oh yeah, cut bread out, like you'll hear elements, I cut bread out of my diet, lost a stone. First of all, they'll always use the fucking stones, <laughs> stones and pounds, won't be talking <laughs> in kilos. Um, but it's like, yeah, the bread might have had something to play there, but what were you replacing that with? Mm. You know what I mean? And like, it's more how the rest of your day looks. Mm. Like you didn't change a single variable. Mm. If you did, if you only cut bread out. That's a lot of bread. How much fucking bread? <laughs> how much fucking bread do you need? <laughs> Blood type, serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you can, you can only change a single variable at a time and then see what, you, what effect that has. Yeah, and that's one of the things you got to stay with. You got to stay with your coach for a long period of time, man. It's like I've been with Cal two and a half years now, coming up to, and it's like if I had switched coaches or not stuck it out, and this shit, I had times and periods where I didn't feel like I was progressing or whatever it is. But during that time, like I've still stuck it out and continued to do what it is that I needed to do on a daily basis, um, and it is that that element of time where staying with the same person you're going to reap the rewards because if you're not if you're not staying there and you're looking for something new because you're not seeing what it is that you want you're just not applying your time to it and time is your biggest friend in this game and the second you start looking elsewhere you're giving less effort in what you're currently yeah. doing and then that's going to slow shit down more yeah. like yeah. It, it, grass ain't greener on the other side no and that's what I'm saying whenever you start looking at the grass over there you f- yeah. forget how green it is here yeah you know what I mean? So just stick with what you're doing and then like, I don't know. I don't want to tell people like how to leave their coach or whatever, but obviously if you're with Sometimes them for a long period, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're with them for a long period of time, it's not working or whatever the reason is, like, yeah, everyone has the fucking right to leave a coach. Yeah. Like most coaches would prefer that than just be getting frustrated by like week after week, excuse after excuse and like just something not adding up with that individual. Like yes, yeah. and then that's the thing though is, is the not adding up it's like why yeah. so I had this with, with a guy the other day there's no, no fault of his own when somebody joins with me I have like this is probably my fault if anything um, so I'll own up to this but it's like when somebody joins with me I, I ask it's like do you know how to track macros do you know this do you know that and it's like it's a yes 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 I take that shit for, for granted that they know yeah. exactly the way they're applying it anyway six weeks down the line this guy <laughs> losing weight and I'm like Fuck, he's got I'm here. I was like, I'm going to go another two weeks. I'm going to change these variables and then see what it is. Two weeks later, no fucking change. And I was like, there's something here. I was like, so I literally said my most like direct voice note I've ever said anyone in my life. And I was just like, right, either it's something that you're fucking doing ain't working or, or whatever it is. And I was just like, are you tracking your food right? Are you weighing your, your food out? uncooked like are you weighing it cooked or whatever it is because it needs to be uncooked and he comes back to me he was like I've been weighing everything as, as a cooked value uh, of the packet of my rice but weighing it out dry I was like 
So basically you're eating double. <laughs> double your carb sources. And I was like, right, okay. I was yeah. like, so let's just try like, pull back and then see where it is that we're at now. And so it's like you pulled back for the last four weeks, like drop, 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 consistent. So it's one of those things that's just like we know why the fuck or if there isn't something right if somebody's saying yeah, i'm doing 100 everything it's just like no there still has to be something yeah yeah there still has that's to be. when you take the microscope out and you're like okay what's you, you lift up that fucking rug and you're like okay what's actually underneath here yeah. like day to day what are the intricacies and how yeah. is this affecting the overall picture yeah. yeah it's not because i want to like, question or, or call out somebody or whatever that's it is it's like the, I take myself for granted I take a lot of my other clients for granted their knowledge base is already at a particular point that sometimes people do join the team where it's not quite there and it is my job as a coach to be like pull oh, them up to speed yeah. and then that's a lesson for me because it's like I ain't ever going to let that happen again yeah you know like, first question week three weeks in why are you losing weight because the only way this process doesn't work is if you're not doing something Ninety-nine percent of the time, you know, it's like if you're missing something or whatever it is, and that's like consciously or subconsciously. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. also worthwhile. Now that's like, oh, if you're not making progress, it's because you're lying. No, you might have actually, <laughs> you might have actually misunderstood yeah, something. Yeah. A lot of the time as well, yeah. clients do lie for the sake of appeasement, yeah. and they're only filming themselves. But you do need to kind of pull that microscope out, have a look at these things as of when needed. But it's something that a lot of especially new coaches will refrain from early on because they don't want to feel like they're coming down too hard on someone. Mm. Like it's that fear of losing a client. So yeah. you won't call them out on their shit. So they'll just continue like stationary, not really progressing in any way, shape or form. And then they get frustrated that they haven't progressed and then they leave. Mm. Whereas if you just had to ask that question, more difficult question, and like this isn't just with clients, like relationships, whatever the fuck, the conversation that you think is the most difficult one to have is the one that you have to fucking have. 100%. Straight out the gate. There's nothing to hide from. There's nothing to hide from. At the end of the day, it's like, as a, as, a, as a coach, like you provide a service and it's like, yeah, we we may answer and, and question you on things, but it's like, it's literally for your benefit. Yeah, it's out of want of seeing you succeed. I, I want to see I want to see people fucking look monstrous, mate. <laughs> That's all I fucking want. I just want to breed, I want to breed monsters. Crispy, yeah, crispy monsters. I, I want you to be massive. That's it. I want you to look sick. That's yeah. all I want to do at the end of the day. It's like I Speaking want... of which, Jack Perkin. Yeah, sick. Beautiful. Beautiful man. Blown up. Can't wait to see him build. Sick. He's he's doing a photo shoot, yeah. So Jack Jack's been with me twenty four weeks and we've so we've done like a proper Since we went to the Fit Expo. Yeah, yeah. ever since we were fit expo. Uh, I remember pointing him out there, I'm like, yeah, he looks fucking good. Did, did Ben died him down, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Ben prepped him for the show, but yeah. then you took the reins. Yeah, yeah, and, and he just went and now he's literally blown up, <laughs> blown up. And I'm literally he's getting getting prepped for a photo shoot now. Um he didn't want to compete. But I keep sending him shows. <laughs> I literally keep yeah. plugging shows, but like, what about this one? And he's like, okay, Alex, I'll think about it. I was like, cool. A couple of days later, what about this one? And I was like, we can fit it in. We'll yeah. already be peeled. That's what happened with Jonah. Um, do you know Jonah? He was working yeah. FLF, yeah. Fucking love that guy. So yeah, that's what happened with Jonah last year. So we were dieting him down. He had a holiday. Um, he had a few coming up and like raves and stuff. And we're just dieting, like, his his adherence, especially in the dieting phase, is just, like, mint. Yeah. Just doesn't fucking miss a beat with that. And it was just week after week, I'm like, man, you're getting very fucking lean. Um, like, he looked really good. He looked really he looked fucking really good, good, man. I said, look, let's do this show. Like, 
the thing that was like bugging him and in his head is like he didn't want to do a show um, without doing like a 16 to 20 week bodybuilding prep he wanted to feel like he made yeah. all the sacrifice like we spoke about earlier mm. it's like yeah you want to make sure you don't fucking miss a beat with it but equally if the work is done and you're ready for a show why not do a show you know what I mean like if you haven't done it before and you're behind schedule or if you have apprehensions like okay don't try do all these things at once mm. like just nail your prep focus on that mm. but if you've kind of dieted passively and you've made enough progress and you're going to look respectable like what's wrong with like the side of the Gentle show I've done the same it thing doesn't have to be difficult exactly I just uh, <laughs> I was speaking to a client yesterday and he was like Alex he's in a pre-prep right he starts prep on Sunday literally in a couple of days time yeah. he said he sent me a message yesterday being like Alex I'm down five kilos in the last couple of weeks I was like okay what's the, what's the problem and he was like well I'm, I'm losing weight and I was like right and I was like how's he sleep and he was like it's, it was sleep's like always been a problem I was like that's okay fine so we can look into that I was like how's your diet and he was like bang on I was like are you hungry he said I'm really struggling to get food and I was like cool how's your training he was like killing it absolutely flying I was like wicked so training's good sleep's good like digestion everything all variables boxed off ticked off but you're, you're telling me you're five kilos down and you're stressed out by it and I was, like, I was like shut the fuck up I was like literally you're starting prep next week you've got no anabolics in you've got nothing in your system whatsoever that is literally the dream mm. I was like that is the best possible position to be in you're struggling to eat your food and it's like people want the first pull in calories is going to feel class in it yeah, in it yeah. and it's just like I, it's like the perfect position to be in the body is already being responsive with minimal output yeah. and it's like that's exactly what you want like people just jump too far too soon and then they just die out and it's just yeah. literally not what is, what's required I but, fucking dropped three pounds overnight there and training still been going great and I'm exhausted yeah. like in terms of like sleep last night actually wasn't great for the first time in a while but um yeah, field is just it's going down slow. Mm. It's going down slow. But you like you know what I mean, you don't fucking miss a beat, especially at this end of the mm. like a fucking business end of the season. Like you're not going to miss meals and then like be halfway through your prep and like shit, I, I need I need more tissue. Mm. Like why didn't I kinda of give that gain of face a little bit yeah, more a little bit more of an oomph. Yeah. Um but yeah, like as we just spoke about with Jonah, like we're dieting him like thirteen ish weeks and then we decided on that well I told him I was like look wait let's fucking do this as uh, a PCA down in Kettering and that was like in 11 days time mm. so we done like we dieted for a holiday for 13 weeks and then we done an 11 day prep yeah. and he fucking came in brilliant yeah, you know, like, you know, I was just being like Alex can you free and I was like uh, yeah like, can, you, can you help me pose it I was like uh, he has a show in 11 days he has a show in 11 days I was like oh fucking okay yeah. Anyone watching this, like I've told everyone who is considering or has done, or sorry, who has registered, like go straight to you for posing. See. Like every time I go back, people are saying, "Oh, I think about doing this show." I'm like, "You doing men's physique?" Yeah, Alex. See. Well, I just got involved with obviously pro coach doing that men's physique seminar, yeah. Yeah. and I will be doing the men's physique posing there with um, Maka, who I think my posing seminars with anyway, and also Gerald, who's PCA pro. And if you know Gerald, uh, that's but, Zach's guy, now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's a really nice guy as well. Like he is just gonna blow the fuck up when he is at IFBB and it's he is he's got a beautiful like physique. Yeah. He's very short, so his belly's look massive. So he's only he only really like, steps on stage at like seventy kilos. 
but he looks he looks fucking illusions he's man. proportionate yeah but he's like 5'3 five, 5'2 five, five, I know yeah um, so you put it back so a tall guy it's like literally chalking fucking cheese but his yeah. his structure his belly his proportions are, uh, like it's Filipino absolutely wah yeah there's a guy in Ireland Josh Coyle coaches him he actually took the overall I'm pretty sure he's a junior as well he took the overall well. Adrian yeah. at the PC okay, Ireland um, very fucking he's really nice with yeah. as well yeah, yeah. So Josh Cole. Yeah, fucking a lot of time for Josh. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is, it's like you you see these physiques come through and it's just like, that's memorable. That's memorable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's about being memorable. Yeah. You may not get what it is that you want, but at least you're in people's minds, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just the names, man, for me. Like sometimes I get fucking done with names and having a clue. Yeah. And I remember a few months ago, like a lot of shit came up on Instagram because I forgot someone's name. I shouted them out. It was like your favourite Irish uh, bodybuilders or whatever. And in my mind, I was thinking of, gladly I remember his name now, Akeen. I forget his surname. I'm <laughs> sorry. But sick. And uh, a lot of shit kicked off. Really? Yeah, it was Man, I'm shit with names. I'll forget your name after you told me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it's just a lot of people like bitching and whining, like yeah. stirring the pot. And like the other people who were in that list who are others' names I forgot or may have said yeah. something else about, took no offence to it. It's people who have like too much time in their hands. Yeah. It's like, this is the thing though, it's just like, it's going back to exactly what I put up at the beginning, is just like, get rid of your fucking ego. Yeah. It, like literally bodybuilders are about ego. It's like when I say you know, come come beat me or whatever it was that I saw yesterday, it's just like it ain't that it ain't that deep. It ain't yeah. that deep. Bodybuilding is just about self development, self like just seeing how far you can be, how much of a better person you can be, creating good habits, good relationships and like just having fun with it along the way. It ain't that deep. What's that like someone relatively competitive who posted that? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I in one way, you kind of see if they're like just trying to build the hype and play the game, social media, etc. You know what I mean? Like, I think it is worthwhile acknowledging that. But if that's genuinely who they are, that's their genuine mindset going into this, you're a fucking twat. You don't even leave it. It's just like, chill. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, get over it. It's not that deep. Yeah, ain't that deep. Um, well, he tagged it over. We didn't tag it over. He put the little O next to it. And I was like, bro, you ain't going to pro yet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, that was the, it was just the cookie yogurt. I was just like, that's a lot. There's just yeah. a lot happening right there. I was just like, yeah, right. And then I was like, my standard that's the like, bro, bye, bye. <laughs> bye. I'll see you, I'll see you on the 20, 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Excited? 25th? Yeah. Buzzing, mate. Literally very much looking forward to just getting Is that Condition Cup, Megan? No? No, in London. Um, Braywick, JT? Okay. Or Tenex, one of the two. But isn't Martin... Martin Winston's one. The yeah, Cup. Is that one of the early ones as well, isn't it? It's, yeah. When yeah. is it? Uh, it's before or after yours? After, so it's more like May time, I think, okay. off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mine is really That'd be good because it's a fucking sick venue. That's what really has me like pushing to do the MK Classic, just because I know how fucking good the venue is. Went there last it's year. Said May, 27th of May, honestly, man. My brain ain't working, but it also works. <laughs> yeah, and so the. the, the the 25th one I'm doing is the 10x Kingdom Classic and the Ben Weed on the 8th. Could you just And then I got clients doing the, the Viking Shield, the prep Viking Shield in June. So 8th of April, mark it down. Get there, great week. Prince Chairman. Yeah. The card. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We hope so. Speaking into existence. Speaking into existence. Visualise. Execute. The other thing is that I actually can visualize, see execute, visualize, execute. That's yeah. the facts, though. That is literally facts. That's what I've been living this whole prep of: visualize, execute. 
and it's just like just seeing it and it, I, I can see it because it's also the same day that I'm four years clean so mm-hmm. it's like it, the stars. yeah it's like it gives me tingles it's yeah, like yeah. it's a really nice feeling it's like yeah, in a non like manifestation 11 11 age of numbers bullshit it's like no this would actually just be like that's like a, a fucking Hollywood story that is I buy a book you know <laughs> what I mean it's just like from pure fucking addict to one is pro card on the day he was four years clean it's mm. like if that doesn't say you can like achieve something in your life even if I don't get it it's like still you can do whatever the fuck it is whenever you want you just gotta turn up and keep going like visualise execute Netflix film clean and crispy <laughs> yeah I wouldn't be so crispy then man I was like just yeah. food, man. Like, job done I'm on Lisa's this. clean at least, yeah, I, I, I said to Jen I was like if, if, I, if I get my pro card we'll go to Disneyland in America nice. like, like Universal Studios it's like I need to go in LA yeah yeah I was telling one of the girls downstairs that story I went over there when I was like 19 and it was like a month after I got my driver's license and I rented a Dodge Charger it was like 5.2 litre <laughs> and I was driving around took a wrong turn dri- driving down Compton <laughs> and you literally see like the fucking red bananas drive down a little further blue bananas and I was like fuck in like a big fancy ass Dodge Charger and we just got my licence um, got the flights for like 40 quid return because mm-hmm. it was when I was working with the airline mm-hmm. and uh, we went over we went to Universal the second day we got there like the we got there in the evening and we went the following morning but because we were jet lagged we were up at like half three Went to Walmart at five, came back, put our shit away, went to Universal, done all of the rides and the full thing by like half eleven. I think it opened at eight o'clock, half eleven. And then like when we were finishing up, there was like hour and a half, two hour, two and a half hour queues for each of them. You know what I mean? So we got there, blitzkrieg the full thing. And That's then, sick to me, but Yeah, man. It's brilliant. Jet lag. Jet lag to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, wrap it up there. Yeah. 45 minutes. Hopefully you've heard some better audio quality. Imagine if these Yo. were just props. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we fucked it. We're just still shouting over here somewhere. Yeah, it's just with like dodgy built-in mic on the camera. Yeah, sound <laughs> production. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Appreciate. It. Take care. See you in the next one.